Welcome. Som swakom. You are about to listen to a message from ICF Cambodia. ICF Cambodia is a local church in Siem Reap. ICF Cambodia This message is in English and in Khmer. Listen to this message with an open heart. Tonight we're going to talk about David who gave his very best. David 100%. Also our Elevate Cycling team was in Phnom Penh and they also gave their very best. So, uh, yes. But uh, we still have a way to go, but we are, we are, we bring home some trophies next week. Yes, very good. David also gave his very best. David And uh, today we're going to go into that, but before I start, I would like to pray. God, my heart is open. Speak to me. I am listening. I don't want to go home the same way I came. Do something in me. Amen. Amen. David, as a young boy, was a shepherd. Then something happened and he became famous like Justin Bieber. But then he had to run away because he was hunted. He was the most wanted. Only 20 years later, he actually became king. And when he was king, he did not forget his history. He knew who was with him the whole time. God was always with him. God was always with him. And when he was king, he had a lot of money and a big house. But to worship God, they had this tent. It looked something like this. That's where they worshipped God. And then uh, David decided, I want to build an awesome house for God. A beautiful temple. Something that when people see it, they say, whoa. Yeah, exactly. He wrote... God, I, I love living with you. Your house glows with your glory. And 
David was always close with God. And he wanted everyone to be close with God. So he said, God, I will build you a temple. But God said, No. So he said, No, you cannot build because your hands are bloody. You have fought too many wars. And then David wants to say, God, I really want you, I want to build a house. And David made an oath with God, he said. I will not go home to my house nor lie down in my bed or close my eyes or let myself sleep until I find a place for the Lord. I want to provide a home for the mighty God. Did any one of us ever say that I will not sleep? Until I find a place for God. I will not go into my house. Until I find a place where we can build the house for God. David is really, really, he wants to say, God, I love you. God says, no, you cannot build it. And then say, David, okay, then I will prepare everything for my son to build it. And then something very interesting happened. David said, how God shall I build, build it? Usually, the gods, they don't speak. But the living God, he talks. So he tells David exactly how this house should look like. Really big. How wide, how long, how high. What material? The inside must be completely covered in pure gold or silver. So David got all the instructions. Why did God tell David to build something so expensive? David writes it like this. The Lord has glory and majesty. He has power and beauty in his temple. David never said, oh God, that's a bit big. I mean, come on, can we do it a bit smaller? I mean, who needs so much gold? But David knew 
who God was. He knew he is the creator of heaven and earth. God is not cheap. He gives his best. I just want to watch, uh, let you watch a few pictures of how God created an incredible world. How do you build a temple for a God who created all of this? You don't say, oh, okay, uh, it's a bit big, let's make it smaller. God could have created the earth really simple. He could have created just one fruit. Just one. And we would never know that there were other fruits. One fruit. Every day you could eat one fruit and you have enough protein and vitamins and energy for a whole day. No problem. But God is not like this. He made many fruits. They grow in different trees, in different shapes, in different colors. And even the cooks can be artists. So God said, if you really want to build a house for me, it's going to be very expensive. It's going to be the best quality you have ever seen. It's going to, it's going to be like your word of excellence. And David said, okay, awesome, I will do it. So he, he went into the treasure of the country. Took all gold and all silver out. And they calculated. Was not enough. So David said, I will go into my personal treasure and take all the gold and all the silver out. Still not enough. So he said to the leaders of the country, everybody, come, I have something to share. This is what he said. I have done my best to prepare the building of the temple of God. All the gold and silver is not enough from the treasure of the country. I am giving from my own treasure of gold and silver because I really want this temple to be built. And David says to all, to all the leaders, I have given about 120 tons of pure gold. This is how rich David was. He gave 
120 tons of pure gold. All he had. And about 150 tons of pure silver. All the countries, all the country's treasure, all my personal treasure is still not enough. It will not be enough to cover all the walls with gold and silver. So he looks the leaders in the eyes and says, Now, who is ready to give himself for this house of God. All the leaders willingly donated. tons of pure gold. 375 tons of pure silver. 3,750 tons of iron. 3,750 And it goes on and on and on. And when all uh, the gold and silver and the materials were there, they had enough. When everybody gave, they have enough. David could not do it alone. And I think this is the message of God to David. You can't do it alone. You can give all you have. You cannot do it. You, everyone needs to be a part of this. God wants our best. And not because he needs it. Not because he then loves us more. But to show our love to God. Because God loves us no matter what we give. But the way we give, we show love. I want to ask some of the interns that have come here to give their love, their time, their talents to share. First, I want to ask Sipora uh, to come up here and share why did she come and gave up her life in Switzerland to serve here. For me, the people are very important, and I love when I see um, that God touches the heart of people. And okay, And I want to be a part of that to touch people's heart and see them growing in a relationship to God. Thank you very much, Sipora.
Sipora was not forced to come here. Nobody said, I put a gun to your head, either you go to Cambodia or I shoot you. She finished a very high education and could have had a very well-paying job. But she chose to serve God. I want to ask Ursina to come and tell her motivation. So today, Hello. for me, it was one year and two weeks ago that I decided to follow Jesus. And on that very same night, I got an incredibly strong feeling from God that he wanted me to come to ICF Cambodia. I was scared. I didn't know what to expect here. But I felt I was ready to serve. And now, even when I see only one person smile, it's already worth it. And there's so many beautiful smiles all the time. <laughs> so it's worth more than all the risks that I took. And through what I'm doing here, I want to honor God, but I also want to honor all of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm. And I also want to ask uh, Damaris to come to the front and share her story. Since I was a kid, I had the wish to go to another country and help the people there. In Switzerland, I studied nurse. Here in Cambodia, I can teach the Khmer people how to clean wounds. And I love to do this. And I also love to carry all the wounds from the kids at Kids Church. And from the cycling guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, Tamaris and Ursina, nobody forced them to do this. But they felt like they want to serve God. Just like David said, I cannot live in this nice house and God has nothing. And this is what honors God. When I think about the church, when I think about ICF, I think about a place where people 
help each other. If somebody walks through the gate, they experience people that love them. That this is a place where they can get healed. A place where they can hear about the love of God. But more than that, that they can feel the love of God. Where they can meet people without having to pretend where we can worship together and say, God, how big he is. And not worry about the problems in our lives. The church that I imagine reflects the presence of God here. Because everyone is giving their very best. It's absolutely okay if you come here and you heat up a chair with your butt for an hour. But this church will be made beautiful if you are giving your very best. Take gifts and talents that God has given you. And the heart like David. Now keep the treasure for himself. Imagine he had treasure of 120 tons of gold. In his house. He had a very big house I think. Because he also had 115 tons of silver in his house. And he had a lot of people in his house to carry it out. He could have said, oh yeah, I'm, yes, I'm good, yeah, yeah, do you want something, no problem, I live an easy life. But he chose to give it all for God. And we all have unique gifts. And uh, we all also have money. Some more, some less. You can take all for yourself, no problem, God loves you. But also with money you can show God your love. And that's why every week we give the opportunity to also put money in a box. It's not because God needs money. But because it's a, an opportunity for you to show how much you love Him. And it's not the amount you put in. It's the joy with how you give it. While we are collecting money, I would like Ian, a talented singer and musician, 
to sing a song from his heart. And he is giving his best. With his voice. The talent that he has. And not because he gets money. Because he wants to serve. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been inspired and challenged. To find out more about ICF, visit our website. Or find us on SoundCloud or Facebook. We don't want to end without giving you the opportunity to ask Jesus into your life. This will be the greatest decision you will ever make. You can say these words after me. Jesus, I want to know you. Forgive me all my sins. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Thank you that you love me no matter what. I want to follow you. Prayer, God bless you.